0: You're listening to Trucking Questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. This is the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. You can ask questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, tax, technology, or anything else about the business of trucking. Here we go.
1: Let's head on down the audio road. Everyone, welcome to Destination Health
0: your place where we come together to work together to be our best, most healthy selves. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to be your host, Kim Cockerham. Kevin is away today teaching others all kinds of good stuff, so um, I'm so excited to be here. So I'm taking this from the book that we're going to chat about today, so see if some of this sounds familiar to you. The basis of good nutrition can be summarized in these following simple rules eat whole, unprocessed foods, avoid sugar, avoid refined refined grains, (laughs) not refried, refined, eat a diet high in natural fats, and as this awesome book adds, balance feeding and fasting. Now fasting, you know, I, I just always had this in my head, you know, fasting dates back years and years. You just always knew that was, you know, way back in ancient times that You know, many people still practice fasting for, and I always think of religious reasons um, and for health reasons, and a lot of them just have their own reasons that they're doing it. But if you're like me, I always just thought, why? Why would you want to do that? The thought of fasting to me always, always meant um, hunger and deprivation, and it was not my happy place at all. So um, I'll tell you, and especially uh, because of our author here, I was intrigued and I am intrigued about it. Um, I just never really dove into it because it's one of those things that just seemed like I said, first of all, I didn't want to do it. And then I didn't know how to do it right. And so I didn't know where to start. So then along comes this book, The Complete Guide to Fasting, Heal Your Body Through Intermittent, Alternate Day, and Extended Fasting. First of all, I like that too, that, that that was actually in the title because if it just said straight out, you know, guide to fasting, I'm not sure, you know, at least, but you know, the more the title went on, it sounded like something, okay, maybe maybe I need to look into this. It sounds like something I could do. But again, the other reason was it was co-authored by one of our favorite authors and people, Jimmy Moore. Uh, and Jimmy, gratefully and, and quickly, because I just reached out to him yesterday, um, said yes. Said yes to coming on the show today to share with all of us and answer any and all of our questions. So, you know, if you're out there and, Listening. Um, press one if you have any questions, um, and if you've you've done testing before, you know how did it work for you? How did you know how does it fit into your life? Um, you know, if you had any challenges, what were those? You know, how did you overcome them? You know, we want to hear how you're using this. Um, but first, we are going to just pop right in here and um, head off to South Carolina and bring Jimmy on. So, Jimmy, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, hey, what's up?
0: Oh, good. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, I think
2: we're on a three second delay.
0: Okay. See, and that always catches me, Jimmy. <laughs> always, always. I catch it right. Okay, good. You've been doing this a long time. i'm so I'm so uh so happy to be learning from you, too, because I watch what you do as well. so thank you for that. Thank you. So I you know what I was, Jimmy. I was um, first of all reading your book, which just really drew me in. It's such an easy read, and the way you guys laid it out, I look at that. I look at a book; it just even, you know, um, the look of it just holds me in, and um, it's beautiful colors and easy reading. You guys just were brilliant laying this book out. Um, so, so how did you, how did you, and, and Dr. Jason Sung come together on this?
1: Yeah, this
2: is a fun story because it was last year in February that he and I actually shared a stage together in South Africa of all places. And so uh, it was a big low-carb conference that was happening there. I was asked to speak. He was asked to speak. I had never heard of Dr. Jason Fung before this uh, this conference. And so I heard him talking about fasting in one of his uh, talks. And I thought. Well, I'm I'm very interested in this subject, and if you've read The Complete Guide to Fasting, you know I wasn't always. <laughs> in fact, mm-hmm. I called it the other F word, and it truly is to a lot <laughs> exactly. of people. And so as I got to learning more and more about fasting and its benefits, I wanted to try some longer fasts, and Dr. Fung had been talking about those from the stage. And so I had asked him, you know, hey, is there... A book out there that you could recommend that would help me understand how to do some of these extended fasts because I had pretty much been doing intermittent fasting since 2012 when I was doing uh, ketogenic so pretty easy to uh, you know intermittent fast but I wanted to do some of these longer ones to help heal some of the insulin resistance that still plagues me so that's when uh, I asked him that and he said you know there's not really anything out there and I said Mm -hmm. dude we got to get a book out there that will help people understand this and do it the right way. So that's how we met and uh, now we have a book together.
0: Oh, that is so great. And an international best selling book,
2: right? Oh my gosh, that was such a thrill <laughs> when we saw earlier this week that it hit number five in self-improvement books. Now, if you don't know what that category is like uh, in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know what that category is mm-hmm. like, that's literally all the self-help books All the, you know, financial success, you know, be your own success, you know, uh, financial things, health thing. It's just everything. And we snuck in there right behind the subtle art of not giving, you know, that book. (laughs) So it's a huge seller right now. And we're just very, very privileged that uh, that it's doing so well.
0: Uh, And you sold out on Amazon, like, almost as soon as it came out, too, which is so amazing.
2: Yes, within two hours of now it you, coming out on Amazon, it was completely gone.
0: <laughs> so, so what does that tell you too? What does it tell you too, just about the subject of the very subject of fasting?
2: Can I say that that shocked me because I didn't expect mm. it to be that popular. I, I knew there was interest in fasting. Obviously, my publisher would not have, you know, want to come out with a book if they didn't think there was some semblance of a of an audience out there for it but this overwhelmingness of it just shows the hunger literally <laughs> the hunger that people had <laughs> for knowledge on fasting because quite frankly there hasn't been a lot of stuff out there the the few resources that were out there before our book came along You know, we're mostly from bodybuilders who who are doing it to lean out for competition and and for, you know, basically building muscle and burning fat. and, And they would do this. So this is kind of a secret of bodybuilders, but really nothing for the common man, because most of us, quite frankly, are not going to be and never will be bodybuilders. And so it's just smart to make a resource that's good for the general population and not just for one small segment of the population.
0: That is, and it's so true. And now you were doing this because the body, you know, the title even has, Heal Your Body. So you were drawn, were you drawn to fasting? Did you know that that was something you needed to do? Because, and and maybe you take us through like your initial um, experiences with fasting.
2: Yeah. So uh, as I said, the last time I was on the show uh, a few months ago, um, you know, my success uh, in losing weight is kind of what, put my name on the map, so to speak. Uh, But I've been in pursuit of optimizing that health ever since. And for those that didn't hear what my history is, I used to weigh 410 pounds at one point in my life, was on three prescription medications. Uh, I was just a ticking time bomb, basically, where if I did not change, I probably was heading the same direction that my brother did who died at the age of 41. So I didn't want to you know, go that route. And so I started with low carb Atkins and just started adding various pieces to the puzzle. And when fasting came on my radar screen in 2006, for the first time, it was 2004 that I lost the weight. 2006 was the first time I heard this thing called IF. I was like, what the heck is IF? And it stands for intermittent Uh fasting. And I heard uh, Dr. Michael Eads of Protein Power fame. He's a big low carb guy. And he started talking about intermittent fasting and how you should implement it. And the first thing I thought of, Cam, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, fasting, oh my gosh, that's just an F word. You know, It's just Mm -hmm, you don't mm -hmm. speak that kind of language. Fasting to me just meant hunger and cravings and all the things I did not want, all the things that reminded me of when I was eating a low-fat diet. And quite frankly, that was not appealing to me at all. And so I kind of brushed it aside for a few years. And in 2009, I interviewed this gentleman named Dr. Thomas Seafried on my podcast. He's a world-famous ketogenic diet researcher. And at Mm -hmm. the very end of our conversation, he had mentioned, you know, if you want to ward off cancer, do a one-week fast once a year. And I thought, okay, that sounds intriguing, but I got to wrap my head around this whole intermittent fasting before I even think about doing a Mm one-week fast. So that kind of started my journey and it took me several years. You'll read in the book, uh, in my section where I talk about where I I tried intermittent fasting for the first time and hated it. I I did a one <laughs> week fast Why? and i well well for the obvious reasons and and I made a lot of mistakes. Um, the obvious reasons are I was still hungry, um, partially because <laughs> I had not become keto adapted yet. And partially because I wasn't really allowing my body to relax, specifically my pancreas from pumping out insulin. I wasn't allowing it to relax, which is what the fasting does. Basically, if you're not eating food, you're giving your pancreas a break from constantly having to pump out insulin. And so I think when I was trying intermittent fasting, I was trying to force it. And the body doesn't respond well to forced fasting if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to force it. I wanted to make sure it came naturally and within the course of, of hunger signals and other signals in the body. So for me, when I went full on ketogenic in 2012, that's when intermittent fasting became so stupid easy. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners who have eaten low carb, high fat ketogenic for a period of time, they find they can easily go 12, 14, 16, 18, even 24 hours between meals, and you don't even think about it. So that, I Mm -hmm. think, was the biggest mistake, was I wasn't fully using ketones for fuel at that point. I was still drinking diet sodas, too, and that can stoke some cravings, and definitely in the Complete Guide to Fasting, we talk about don't use artificial sweeteners, because they will basically mess with that whole hunger-craving mechanism in your brain while you're not eating. And make it much worse than it needs to be
0: so that was the first step so you so the difference between this second time you were more keto adapted and that set you up for now so the first time you said you did a week and it didn't go all the way now what then then what did you do the next time
2: (laughs) so so I I didn't I didn't tell you what I did in that week and why I didn't quite make it the entire week it was a Sunday (laughs) And on the Sunday, anybody okay. that's a Christian, you know what communion is. And I had oh. communion that day on day seven of a fast. And communion is like a little wafer of carbs uh, and a little cracker and then <laughs> some juice, a little thing of grape juice. When you haven't eaten for over six days, that is not a smart thing to do,
0: <laughs> Yeah, says the man yeah. in
2: hindsight. <laughs> so I got hypoglycemia really really bad and learned my lesson that uh, if you're going to fast you got to you got to know this is potent and powerful and adding in uh, just those little bit of carbs I mean it probably mm-hmm. 20 carbs at the most but just that little bit of sugar made this just horrendous for me at the end so I learned not to take communion god will honor the honor the honor what <laughs> I'm doing without me having to physically take in carbs the next time but So I learned from that one, and the next one that I tried was actually a three-week fast. I wanted to see, this was after I met Dr. Fung, and we'd already talked about writing a a book, and I said, well, if we're going to write a book together, I need to know what some of these longer fasts are like, and maybe see some results in helping me heal my insulin resistance, where ketogenic has been great, but some people, this could be a, a nice adjunct to the ketogenic. So I wanted to go 21 days in a row in September last year, 2015, and I made it 17 and a half days, which I thought was pretty cool mm, okay, because you that made was it nearly, yeah. nearly three times as long as my previous fast, uh, which crashed and burned with the communion at six and a half days. So, so, um, so I did that and, and I felt great. And the reason I ended before the 21 was stress. And this is a biggie for a lot okay. of people. They think, well, uh, mm-hmm. hunger must have overtaken you. And it wasn't just hunger. It was just the stress. And when I say stress, people are like, Well, what are you worried about? Well, it's not always worry stress. Sometimes just the day-to-day, even fun things that happen in your life um, can be stressful in a positive way, but your body still responds mm-hmm. in the same way as if you were worried about something. So uh my stomach growled for 45 minutes in a row and I said, Okay, Jimmy, it's time to end the fast. So <laughs> So yeah. I did, and, yeah. and that was cool. Well, but what I find, yeah, the more that I do these fasts, Kim, I find that I actually get stronger and stronger and stronger every single time I do these fasts.
0: And that's really good for you to share because I appreciate that because sometimes we set ourselves up for failure with wanting to be perfect. And so hearing you say that um, and hearing you say, you know, you, you were happy with 17 and a half days because it was farther than you had done before, and then you learn and, and yes. so forth like that. So, that, and in 21 days, you're going to have, and it, you had to hit different stressful points during before that, too, that you were able to get by or keep on going. But at some point, you know, that's, and I just yeah. appreciate the fact that, that you, you say that because that's just real. Can I just add in here, too, that that? you're
2: going to crash and burn. You're going to crash and burn again and -hmm. again and again the first few times you try to fast. And, guys, that's okay. I want you to be okay Mm -hmm. with it not being successful when you first start. Uh, And, oh, my gosh, I set up a a week to fast, and I only made it four days. What's up with me? And, no, don't do that to yourself. You made Mm -hmm. it four days. You got benefit from those four days and celebrate that. Um, and and that's something that I think, like I said, it's like building muscles. So you don't go to the gym today and you can suddenly lift 200 pounds. You go to the gym today, you break down the muscle, it rebuilds, and you eventually can get to that point where you can lift what you want to lift. And it's the same with fasting. You may not be able to do 21 days, which by the way, full disclosure, I'm in day 17 of a fast where I've only had one meal during this 17 day period. That's it. And so... You build up wow. that muscle so that, you can, uh, so that mm-hmm. you can do this and do it well.
0: That's, that's great. I think that's one of the best pieces of advice um, just going into it. So thank you. Well, you shared – and so in your book, too, you shared um, your results from those 17 and a half days. Because I don't even know what results yep. look like until I was reading that, like what you <laughs> can expect. And I know we're all different, but like in general, what was your experience?
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, so many things can happen. And of course, the the obvious one thing that people say, well, how much weight loss do you lose on fasting? Mm-hmm. You're just going to gain it all back. And I actually uh, did test weight. I didn't think it was relevant because obviously, if you don't eat, you're going to lose weight. That's duh. But the thing that people keep saying is, well, you gain it all back. Well, you don't gain it all back. I actually tested my weight and I got down 19 pounds in those 17 and a half days, which interestingly, uh, you'll you'll find this really cool in a, in a bad way. Cool. Uh, the last two days when I started getting stressed, I actually gained three pounds in those last two days because of the stress. Now, keep in mind, I had not eaten for over two weeks, two and a half, almost three weeks at that point. And see, you can gain weight from stress. It just tells you the power that stress has on your body. That Even when you're taking in no food at all, when you think you should be losing weight every single day, you can gain weight. And I gained three pounds that last uh, two days. So I lost 19 pounds during the experiment. And I tested one month later, Kim, and I had kept off 16 of those 19 Mm. pounds. So it is powerful and it is possible that you will lose weight, you will be able to keep off a good majority. And what we say in the book, Dr. Fung writes so clearly he's had well over a thousand patients on some form of a fasting protocol. And what he has seen and in his research of this, you're going to lose about a half a pound of body fat per day that you fast. So let's say you need to lose 10 pounds, then you need to fast for 20 days. Now that doesn't mean 20 days in a row, but it could mean maybe you do 10 days, one session, take a week or two off, and then 10 days, another session, and then there's your 10 pounds loss that you need to lose.
0: Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's neat. I like that. Um, and you, and I'm sure that month, because I know you guys talk about the book because it's true, we're, you know, we live, you know, the low-carb, uh, higher-fat, moderate protein, or keto, whichever diet people are doing, whatever lifestyle they're doing, the mm-hmm. fasting is part mm-hmm. of that, right? It's not like... Oh my gosh. And you have yes. the, what I, what I love, yeah, what, what I love that Dr. Fung and you guys say in the book too, which it was so real and I love seeing it, that um, um, you still have life in the midst of all this. You know, you, you don't want to be that guy that doesn't, you know, <laughs> that person that doesn't eat at the wedding. I think you said that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you still have those moments in life, but you're putting fasting in the midst of a healthy lifestyle anyway. So when you were done, you well, went back to your healthy lifestyle you were living, um, with good foods and stuff. And then look, still kept off, you know, 16 pounds. You didn't dive in and and go to the nearest Papa John's, you
2: know? No, not at all. So, you know, the way we describe it in the book, we actually say there are periods, uh, in our history of humankind where we've had periods of feasting and periods of fasting. And I, we got feasting nailed, Kim. I think we can all agree on that. We know how to feast as a human people, but the thing we don't know how to do in the ancient art of being Mm -hmm. healthy that's missing in today's society is the F word. And so the sooner that Mm -hmm. the the other F word, Uh, the sooner that we embrace (laughs) fasting back into our lives again, the sooner we will see healing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, weddings are going to happen. Cruises happen. You know, life happens. And so enjoy those moments that you have life have the cake. That's what uh, we talk about in the book. Have the cake on your birthday if you want it. Just realize that if you do something like that, you've got to follow that up with a period of fasting. And, you know, for most people, that's the way that they survived over the years and did just fine. It's just in 2016 world, that just seems so crazy. In fact, somebody just this morning, I was uh, talking about I was on day 17 of my fast. And just this morning, he was like on Twitter, That's so crazy, man. I'm like, what's crazy about it? This is the way things used to be, and we've just lost that fine art of fasting.
0: See, I love the way you say art because it it is, and and, um, I think you guys said it in the book, or I was watching one of the interviews that um, this was the way people lived, and the the art of it got passed down from generation to generation. You know, and as we pass on other things. To, uh, you know our loved ones and, and you carry it forward and at some point that got lost and that's what I love about you guys coming together for this book and that's why you guys couldn't find any resources so um, right. you've come together to pull this together for us and it's it's I'm it's just so um, right humbling and, oh, <laughs> and, and love that that it uh but it uh, that we can we can bring this back, you know. It's almost like a, yeah, I throw you all singing. singing we can change our family tree. <laughs> no, you did. Can you you messing with me. <laughs> I'm like, what? You,
2: you know, I'm you're a fun guy. I love singing. singing.
0: <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have I am you not singing, singing before the <laughs> end. <laughs> we'll have
2: you singing before the end. Yes, okay, yes, maybe. Yes.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, so exactly what were you singing? Because I didn't catch it.
2: <laughs> I was singing the Beatles What's come fun, together.
0: Were you Okay.
2: You Got know it. the song. How's it go, Kim?
0: <laughs> I'm not singing it. <laughs> Brittany, my my daughter Bridget, <laughs> she's a huge Beatles fan. She's singing along with you. <laughs>
2: all your listeners are going, "Yes, yeah, sing it, sing it, Kim, sing it."
0: <laughs> no, I say, you know, I uh, depending on who's in front of me in church, I'm lip syncing. <laughs> like, hey, that's all right. <laughs> Yeah, it
2: does say yeah. make a joyful so, noise, and so we'll make the noise hurt.
0: I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so we'll have to remember that at CMC about uh about your singing, okay?
2: Absolutely, let's For do a sure. karaoke night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will. I think we might have uh, tried to put that on the schedule once before because how fun is that?
2: <laughs> it's so fun. We'll
0: do so. You know, okay, so let's go on with with the fasting. So you were back. So this is all really recent. 2015. We're talking a year ago. So, what other? Looking back, oh my gosh. You know, um, what else did you tell me more about after? You know, some of the different things you've done to keep it in your lifestyle because you have completely embraced this, haven't
1: you?
2: I have to, um, Kim. And you know, uh, because I still deal even after my phenomenal success in 2004. I still deal with some propensity to gain weight and and the gain weight comes from higher insulin levels and and guys this is a great lesson to know that if what you're doing isn't quite getting you there fasting can kind of speed up getting you there and the thing that fasting does better than even a ketogenic diet is you know, even on keto, you're still eating minimal amounts of carbohydrates, which should keep insulin levels down. You're moderating down on your protein, which should keep insulin levels down. You're eating fat to satiety, which in theory should keep uh, insulin levels down. Unfortunately, even those things, eating any food at all will still produce even a small amount of an insulin response. And if you have insulin resistance, it's going to be that much more magnified doing that, which is why some people even eating a ketogenic diet can have issues with insulin still being uh, a little bit higher. This is where enter fasting, because Mm -hmm. when you're not eating any food at all, your insulin has nowhere to go but down. And so like right now in day 17 of this fast, my insulin levels are so in an optimal range right now. And I can feel it. I actually physically have felt the effects of the insulin coming down, one of the things that happens when you're insulin resistant is you have these things, these skin tags, you ever seen those on your body? And so Mm -hmm. I've had them on my body for many years. So I've known that I've been insulin resistant. Well, I've noticed in the past couple of days and even this morning, uh, they're falling off. And so when these skin tags start to just shrivel up and fall off your body, that's a great sign that your insulin has lowered to a very healthy level Obviously, your ketone levels go very high. Your blood sugar can also go low. We can talk about blood sugar because it's an interesting thing with insulin-resistant people during a fast, but so many things are healing in your body. When I tested my cholesterol, because a lot of people worry about their cholesterol, uh, Mm -hmm. last September, and I put this in the book, my total cholesterol dropped 100 points in just those 17 and a half days that I fasted. So this is powerful. This is more powerful than just about any pharmaceutical drug for a lot of these things that people are very concerned about in their health. Oh,
0: that, those are great numbers. And, and, um, like you said the your sugar and, um, your sugar and your cholesterol you both, know. and those are key numbers that our, our listeners are, are always, you know, watching. So, yes. and did that stay, how did that, that stayed down pretty good? So
2: this is interesting. Yeah. So the way I see it, it's just like your weight. You know, you're going to lose an obligate amount of weight. Mm-hmm. You're going to gain back a little bit, but not all. So with the cholesterol, mm-hmm. it went down 100 points. Obviously, it came back up when I started eating again, but it didn't go all the way back up. So that's why the more you do these fasting things, let's, let's say it starts at 300. It goes down to 200 during the fast. Then it comes back to, say, 250, 260. And then the next time you do it, you know, you start at 260 and it goes down to, you know, 300, uh, uh, 200, and then it comes back to 240. So each time you're incrementally making it a little better, a little better, a little better, and the cumulative mm-hmm. effects will be amazing.
0: Oh, that's really, really helpful. I'm going to jump to something, too, because you made me think, um, you were saying people are kind of stuck and so forth like that. We've had, um, yep. and I was telling Kevin, too, there's something going on with us women here. <laughs> Um, and you know no. i'm over 50 it seems you to be our listener you know like the wife thank you <laughs> you're is good is that the right this thing to good. say <laughs> that's the right thing to say <laughs> um is there something with that have had to come to a stall with it you know some of it may have to do with the hormones and menopause and and all that too but it seems collectively yeah. and i'm like there's something going on do how does what is there any differences with fasting that you guys found between men and women?
2: You know, this is one thing that's been out there on the internet for many years now, and it seems it's gone back to one person on a blog post, one woman sharing her experience not doing well on a fast. And so she extrapolated that all women of all time don't do well on a fast. And mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing is, It's just not true. Dr. Fung has had many women within those uh, over a thousand patients that he's had on a fast. I would say it's probably 70 percent of the patients that he's had have been women and they see resounding success. So, you know, we're hoping with this book that we end that myth that women should not fast. It's just not true. They do Mm. very well. And actually, the hormones come under control. Um, Some women, you know, who have things like PCOS, they can get pregnant. Uh, from this, um, because the hormones oh, wow. can get into a line where the PCOS isn't an issue anymore and pregnancy happens. So if you want to get pregnant, That's certainly fabulous. a ketogenic diet helps you get there, but uh, fasting mm-hmm. does it even better.
0: Yeah, and, and we all know we're also bio-individuals, so it's, it's, you certainly can't lose anything by trying it and trying it right. Yes. Um, so you brought up something there too, Miss. What are some other, um, you guys talk about this in the book, what are some other myths that we might have um, having to do with fasting?
2: Oh my gosh, there are so many. One Mm. that that comes to mind is, well, if you you fast, you'll just uh, slow down your metabolism to the point that you'll end up having to eat less calories in order to maintain your weight. I'm sure people have heard that before. And what they're basing that on is the studies of low calorie diets. So get this, in the book we talk about all these biggest loser contestants, how they got their calories down, you know, 500, 600 a day trying to lose weight. Well, what happened was they did slow down their basal metabolic rate, having those five to 600 calories, really anything under a thousand calories would be considered low calorie. And so when you eat that way, your body does slow down as a preservation method for making sure Mm -hmm. that you Uh, function at an optimal level. But get this, Kim, this is the counterintuitiveness of fasting. When you implement no food at all, or I would say minimal calories from things like bone broth and kombucha and different things that we talk about in the book, definitely under 200 calories, well under 100 calories for sure. But when you fast, the body does something miraculous. It actually revs up your metabolism by double digits, 10%. And so
0: you have a faster
2: metabolism from fasting than you would if you just had a few more hundred calories worth of food that would then kick in where your body would have to like preserve. So fasting is so much more powerful. It is not the same as low calories. So maybe you think, well, I'll just cut down on my calories rather than going all the way down to zero to 200 calories. No, no, no zero to 200 calories is going to give you such benefits well beyond what you'll get from low calorie. You'll be surprised.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I would have absolutely thought that, you know, I messed up my metabolism. Huh? Yeah. What was your number one? What was, what was, what was the thing you had in your head? What was the starting?
2: fear my fear? My, my biggest fear was I was going to be hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. And People think that, that, well, if you don't eat, you're just going to get progressively hungrier and hungrier and hungrier. And if you do a one-week fast, what by day seven, you're going to be dead. And so uh, people believe that, and so did Jimmy Moore. And so until <laughs> you try it, you don't really realize day one when you're ketogenic is so easy or eating a nutrient-dense diet. It's so mm-hmm. easy on day one because you're already used to not eating for periods of time naturally. Day two, I'm not going to lie to you sucks. And so, so you got to get through day two Mm, because that's what body says, okay, this is when I'm supposed to be eating and dummy hasn't fed me anything yet. So let me send him signals that it's time to eat. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that isn't necessarily physiological. It's just, it's just, it's the time that you're used to eating. And so your body's like, okay, here we are. Don't, don't forget about me. I'm still here. So mm-hmm. those days, uh, day two, you've got to just get through it. So drink water, okay. copious amounts of water, drink bone broth with sea salt. That helps to balance out and almost gives you the uh, illusion that you've had a meal. Um, and so it's really good to do that. And then get past day two. And here's the nirvana. Once you get to day three and four, you're going to be so amazed at how energetic you are, How lucid you are your brain is going to be literally so alert it's the most amazing thing and of course what do we attribute this to of course the ketones that you're producing Mm -hmm. during a fast and they kick in in day three and four for most people in really high levels like right now this morning I tested my blood ketones they were over 4.0 and so over 4.0 blood ketones strong And so you know Mm -hmm. that your brain is being fueled by those ketones. And what those ketones indicate is stored body fat burning, Mm -hmm. burning for fuel. And so when you're burning fat for fuel vis-a-vis your body stores of fat, ketones are the byproduct, and you just feel amazing. Like I said, I'm in day 17 now where I've had literally one meal on day 12. I felt a little woozy on day 12, and I knew it was time to have some food. So I had one meal and got right back on the fast again. So it's pretty amazing. People don't believe me until they do it themselves, but do it, try it, see how you do. And when you fail the first few times, that's okay because the fourth, fifth, or sixth time that you do this, you're going to be a rock star. Uh,
0: that's, now, how do you do, so how, first of all, how long are you doing your fast right now? Do you have a plan?
2: Yes. So I set out like to do goal. 21 days in a row, and because I had to pause it on day 12, it won't be 21 days in a row. But it will be one meal in 21 days. If I can make it until okay. noon on Sunday, that will be 21 days.
0: Oh, that's fabulous! That's fabulous. Um, and ha- so, how do you do your um, your fast? I and mean, you guys have talked about different kind of fasts, and you mentioned yeah. Um, you mentioned bone broth and so forth. So what does, a, what does a day look like to you right
2: now? Well, right now, it's different than it was in that September fast. So let me back up to the September and show you how I've Yeah, evolved. okay. So, because great. I told you the ones that crashed and burned before, mm-hmm. I was drinking diet soda. So I gave up the diet soda. Oh. But they, they did kind of help me get through it. So that was interesting. And then last year when I did the fasting, I, I implemented three things. Obviously, you will always, always, always – have copious amounts of water. So keep water uh, going that actually will squelch a lot of what you think is hunger. Sometimes when we think we're hungry, Kim, we're actually thirsty. So if you'll just drink mm-hmm. some water mm-hmm. that will take care of those feelings. And, and hunger is not necessarily a gurgling in your stomach. So don't always listen to those signals uh, when you're doing this. So I also decided to implement bone broth with sea salt. And so what that does is it puts uh, salt into your system which some people, when they first start, they can feel a little bit woozy. Mm-hmm. They can get some leg cramps. They can have, um, you know, just a general kind of fatigue, whereas the salt will boost their electrolytes. And so they're able to, to get through those symptoms when they first start. So that's uh, one thing that I did. And the other thing I did was kombucha, which people that don't know what that is, it's a fermented tea and it's actually good for your gut health. Well, I've, I've learned in doing these fasts that fasting, boosts your gut health so you don't really need to add Mm, in any kombucha during a fast and so i did those uh, pretty much for all my fasts leading up into january this year but then i decided for this current fast i'm on i'm not going to use any bone broth unless i absolutely need it i was drinking it daily basically on my other fast but this time i say you know i'm only going to use it when i need it when i feel like i need that boost of the salt and I've had exactly one cup of bone broth in the 17 days.
0: Mm, okay. And so no. So you're doing the water, the sea salt, and the – oh, you're not doing kombucha. Wow. I'm okay. not doing
2: kombucha, How not doing coffee? bone broth with salt unless needed. I personally think coffee is the most disgusting drink in the entire world, so oh. I'm the wrong person to ask about coffee. But it is acceptable. Oh, well, and that's my first question. <laughs> and even on, uh, in our book, we talk about – If you want to put a splash of cream into it, uh, Dr. Fung is very cool with that. What he's not cool with uh, putting in your coffee or your tea, tea is also acceptable. Uh, What he's not cool with is putting sweeteners in there because the sweeteners, again, will send mixed signals to your body, uh, might stoke hunger, stoke cravings. And that's the exact wrong thing you want to have happen when you're trying to fast.
0: Okay, okay. And that's and you guys have that all in the book which I thought again it's just yep. such complete book you guys have done and and it kind of opened up to me cuz I honestly thought fasting was just straight water. And I know some people do straight water fast, but the way you guys you did can, it yep. um Oh, just it's just like, okay, I can do this, you know? So
2: It makes it doable, guys, the book doesn't it? I still, think the practicality of is, all of this it, is mm-hmm. what's missing in the fasting message. We're not getting practical messages. So it, it's kind of like mm-hmm. people that say, well, you can't eat ketogenic unless you eat grass-fed meats and organic vegetables, and that's all you can ever do. And if you go off of that, you're off keto. And it's like, come on. You know, people are going to get most of the benefits just cutting their carbs and eating more fat. Well, the same with fasting, people are going to get most of the benefits if you allow them to have some bone broth and kombucha and the, these other mm-hmm. things to get through those days. And What they'll find, like Jimmy Moore has, is over time, you will add in the grass-fed meats and the organic vegetables into your ketogenic. Over time, you will add in these uh, things that you don't need anymore. The bone broth isn't as necessary anymore. The kombucha isn't as necessary and water sustains you well. You got to let people get to the big leagues, you know. Uh, you know, four-year-old yeah. is in pee-wee football, but that doesn't mean he can play NFL tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so great, and it is such a um, progression, too. Um, yes. On on what you find works for you, and so I just there's that's things right. that I uh, really just I would I would read in this book and just be like, and it just it just it got me more excited the more I kept going because I it just you guys made it doable. So um, awesome. So now that was the one in September. So so now. Um, I think you were talking about in January. Was your next session you didn't? Is, were you still <laughs> using the same?
2: Oh, yeah. I was using the same that. protocol. That, okay. that one was supposed okay. to be 31 days in a row. That was my goal was to fast for an entire month. I wanted to see. And this was my most controversial because people are like, you're going to kill yourself not eating for 31 days. I'm like, no, I'm fine, guys. Thank you. Thank you for uh watching after my welfare, but no, uh, 28 out of those 31 days, that's how long I was able to make it. Um, and again, stress played a big role in why I didn't fast, you know, the entire time day, something like day 14, 13 or 14. Um, I had to travel. And so I find when I, when mm. I travel, at least for me, um, that's a stressor for me. So I, I know, you know, people have different stressors. So identify what your stressors are and try to deal with those things, and maybe work your fast around those things so it doesn't make you susceptible. But 28 out of 31 days, I was pretty darn pleased about that, Kim.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> that is really good. What did you take away from that then? Like, what was different? What is what was some added benefit you got then? You know, as your you know what you know, it told me. Whole- it
2: told me that fasting could be something that I could implement at any point in time in my life and do it mm. and do it well and not worry about some arbitrary goal of, well, I sh- was supposed to make 31 uh-huh. days. Hey, I made 28 out of 31 days. It just showed me the power of this pick up the periods of fe- uh, fasting after some periods of feasting. And it's okay. You're not going to die. You're going to be okay. Um, you know, one of the myths that we, that we haven't talked about, uh, you asked about myths a while ago, people think they're going to lose muscle. You do not lose muscle mm. when you are fasting and think about it this way. The, the human body, when it stores energy, it can store sugar in the muscles as, uh, stored as glycogen. And then once those stores are full, any excess sugar gets turned into body fat as energy. So let's, let's imagine this. You start fasting. And the first couple of days, you dump all of that glycogen store. So all the sugar in your body gets dumped out. What's left as an energy source? It's fat. And so your stored body fat Mm -hmm. becomes your fuel. So why do people think that the body suddenly has all this excess amount of energy at its disposal to use that it will now prefer muscle as the energy source? That does doesn't make sense at all. So the body is very well adapted. And again, it's reflected in your ketone levels. Mine, especially right now being over 4.0 is showing I'm burning a whole lot of stored body fat. And so, yeah, you don't worry about your muscles. You're not going to lose muscle.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause that, that is right there behind, uh, you know, your metabolism that then I'll start attacking it. I would think yep. too. So yeah, so yep. you feel you're a strong fat burner now, Do what about like exercise during this? Do you exercise during this? Do you feel lethargic? I mean, you have energy to get about your, you know, your normal day and so forth, but are you also, are you doing some exercise as well?
2: Great question. And one of the things that we spell out pretty explicitly in the book is you do your normal activities. So if you're used to going to the gym and, You know, walking on the treadmill for X amount of time, do it. If you're used to walking around the block with your dog at six o'clock at night after eating, do it. You know, we're telling people live your life. You know, fasting Mm -hmm. should not be some weird part of your life. Uh, Well, I I guess I should slow down my activity level or so I don't get lethargic and see it's more (laughs) of those myths in people's heads that they're going to be like this. And you're just not like that. Keep in mind, guys, I'm in day 17 of a fast. Right now, and so if I wasn't lucid um, and able to talk with Kim right now, I I would be laying on my couch. I'm standing. I'm I'm at a standing work desk doing this interview, and so, (laughs) so you have Mm -hmm. lots of energy. So to answer your question, yes, please exercise if that's normally something that you do within your day to day. I live very active right now. I'm promoting this book everywhere right now, so I haven't had as much time to do, you know, organized type of exercise. But I, I'm not lethargic, laying around on the couch all day. Uh, the only ones that I would say be careful of is if you like to do some really glycolytically demanding type of workouts. So some people like this thing called CrossFit, or or doing just real intensive type of lifting. Uh, be careful if you're doing a longer fast and I, I define longer fast, anything more than five days. So if you're doing longer than five days, just be careful because there's no glycogen to deplete. It's already depleted out of your body when you're doing a longer fast. And so just be careful if you're doing a real long fast or if you just want to try and see how you feel in it, just realize you're probably going to stoke hunger and have to end your fast. Uh, if you do that. So. Yeah, no contraindication to exercise.
0: Yeah, that's great. And again, we always go back to. Um, I always think when we when we talk about ketogenic and about you know, low carb, high fat, whatever, whatever we're doing. Because I always had that mentality, Jimmy, that I was either on a diet or off a diet. And not we're talking lifestyle. And so, be patient. It sounds like be patient with finding out where fasting
3: yeah. might
0: or might not fit into your life in general. So oh, which is to me is so empowering. It's so empowering.
2: That's right. Yep.
0: So. So um, have you done a, You're on a 21 day fast now and you did that in January? Um, where have you yep. incorporated fasting into your life in between? Or, you know, do you see it going forward?
2: Yeah. Uh, are you talking about henceforth or since January to now?
0: And I threw both of those in there at the same time. I actually, you did. That's what confused I me. I, I was like, wait that. a minute.
2: She asked me two different questions in the same so, question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which questions do we want you to ask? So we'll do the so, first one. Like since January, you did that 30-day, 28-day, um, and then now you're doing another one. Where have you been in the spring? Yeah,
2: so January until now, I did not fast, and I'll tell you why. Because I was in the midst of writing the book. And mm. I know writing ah. books, I've done a bunch mm-hmm. of books in the last few years, I know how stressful they can be. And it would not have been wise for me in that period of my life to fast. And so I purposely did not fast during that period just so I could allow my body to do what it's going to do in the stress mm-hmm. state. It's a happy stress, but it's still stress. And so, uh, so once that was over and now that the book is done and out, I'm fasting and I'll be fasting pretty regularly within my schedule. And in 2017, I have so many speaking engagements. Uh, you know, it's basically going to be do an engagement, come home fast for a few days, do another engagement, you know, and that kind of thing. So, um, so I'm just going to fit it in as I can. Um, and it's going to be a normal part. And again, guys, this is the way things always were before we had such abundance of food everywhere and so this isn't abnormal this is the normal what we're doing today eating every day six seven eight times a day is not normal
0: no that's true and it's the season the season of uh of of how we eat and fast the way it used to be so that's that's a very very good way to do it Uh, and and looking ahead We have, um, you know, we're so grateful you're going to, part of that, bouncing all over the place, is going to be coming to spend some time with us in September at the CMC. Yay. So I'm sure this topic is going to be a big one there. We'll have to chat about that. Yeah. So I can't wait. So everybody, yeah, that's another uh, big, we are so excited that Jimmy is committed to come uh, to CMC again. He just so loved being around all of you last year. And you said that before you left. You told us. I want to be I with did. you guys more. And so we so appreciate that. So looking forward. Oh, there's to so right many today. truck
2: drivers that follow my work and I, I get emails all the time and I'm telling them about the work that you guys are doing and, and that they didn't even hear of you before. So they're coming into the fold mm-hmm. and learning about it and, and implementing ketogenic and getting healthy. And we got to get our truckers all healthy, don't we? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what, you know what, that's what it's about. Just everybody working together and and I'm uh, bringing others in. So, I'm thank you for that. Right now, it's <laughs> yeah. your turn to sing. Over me. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I have to work on this. You didn't. You didn't warn me about this one.
2: <laughs> there you go. I am oh unpredictable goodness. on the <laughs> microphone.
0: Well, good. 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 <laughs> I'm with you. So, okay. So, tell us this because this is my um, my big question and. Um, We'll go over this, and we do have some questions out there from people. What, so you named a lot of different types of fasts. You've done intermittent fasts, then you did, yep. um, oh, I forgot which ones you did. How many? Like a seven-day? you did 21, 21 yeah. days, so forth. Extended. So paint a picture of what different types of fasting um, people can look at and start, you know, start moving towards.
2: Let me say it this way, because this is going to be more practical and people will understand this more. So you might be thinking, "Okay, Jimmy is crazy doing a 21 day fast. Mm -hmm. I could never do a 21 day fast. So Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting you, if you've never done a fast before, to jump right to 21 days. So here is a practical progression of fasting. So let's say you right now are just eating whatever way you're eating and it's not ketogenic, for example. Start eating real food to begin with. Let that be your first step. If you're not already eating real food, nutrient-dense foods, start with that. And if you're insulin-resistant, which means you have diabetes, you have obesity, you have any issues with blood sugar, insulin, all of those things, you're insulin-resistant, you probably need to be on a ketogenic diet, which is low-carb, moderate-protein, high-fat. I wrote a whole book about it called Keto Clarity. If you're interested, get on that plan first. So once you do that, then progress to cutting out your snacks. You know, we eat breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, midnight snack. And so cut out all of those snacking times during your day. And if you get hungry between meals, it means you didn't eat enough food in your previous meal. So eat more food in the, in the meals. Then once you nail no snacking, then try cutting out one meal. So some people like to cut out the breakfast meal, you can cut out the lunch meal, whatever meal is comfortable for your schedule, cut out that meal. So you're eating uh, twice a day. Then, if you're daring, go one meal a day. So that's a 24-hour fast. And so let's say you eat at noon. Don't eat till noon the next day. Boom. That's a 24-hour fast. Then, if you really want to get daring after that and you're not quite seeing the results you want... You can try what's called an alternate day fast, and we talk about this pretty clearly in the book. So you eat on Monday, you don't eat Tuesday, you eat Wednesday, you don't eat Thursday, so forth and so on. So what that ends up being is about a 36-hour fast, and so once you've nailed that, and again, if you're not seeing the results, maybe you see great results doing those things. That's cool. You don't necessarily have to do these longer ones, but if you're not seeing results, then maybe try pushing it for a few days. And so I would say if it's your first time trying to do a longer fast, don't just go two days because day two sucks and you want to get to the nirvana part of, of day three. So at least three days, but I would even recommend go to five because you'll be amazed how good you feel in day three, four, five. That makes the pain you might've felt in day one and a half and two all worth it. So once you nail okay. those shorter kind of extended fasts, then maybe try a week, like Dr. Seafried mentioned, to ward off cancer. And then if mm-hmm. you're still not seeing quite the results you want, or if you want to see more results, maybe try pushing at these longer, the 7, 10, 14, even 21 days like I'm doing.
0: Wow. So if if somebody would have told you a couple of years ago uh, that you would be doing a 21-day fast right now, could you have even got your arms around that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> think about it, uh, what I'm doing in general in health. If you'd have told me when I was a teenager, you ah. know, one day you're going to be talking about health mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're going to go around the world speaking, yeah, uh, right. God definitely has a sense of humor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and He likes your singing, so hey. Ah. So, so you gave a good progression, and um, that sounds great. I mean, most of our listeners here do are eating whole foods and so forth, so you, they've got their you know first couple steps down in general. Um, right. And like we talked about in, in your book, and I like how you guys laid out um, different like that, like a thirty-six hour fast, like you said, the twelve hour. I can get my arms around like a noon to noon type thing, especially yeah. during the week when. It's not as crazy here. And I, a weekend, I'd have to, I'd have to have some practice before doing that, and before yep. certain situations. So um, that's great. So again, all in the book as far as different types of fasting and examples. The examples, Jimmy helped me, like, have your last meal at this Good. time, and it will take you to this. Because <laughs> I wasn't calculating, but to see that, you're like, okay, I can do that. So. Um, That's doable. And think about it this way. Most Mm -hmm. people,
2: they eat their last meal of the day at six o'clock at night. And then you don't have breakfast till the next morning at eight o'clock. Guess what, you guys, you just did 14 hours of a fast. And so all we're saying is cut out that that breakfast meal, eat your lunch meal at 12 or one. What an amazing difference. Just that one small little thing that you did in what you're already doing. Just add to that fasting period you're already
0: doing. Yeah, that sounds, that does sound so doable. Um, anything else you be to before like, grab some questions from people? I want to um, bring some people in. Is there, from your experience with all of this, you know, is there anything else you'd want to share with people to say, to have them even think about trying this? You know, you, you've already said some of your number one um, benefits that you've had. Like, Yeah. What does, yeah, what, what is, What's your thing to say to people as far as to try this?
2: You know what I would say is put aside your fears. I think fear mm. paralyzes us in so many areas of our mm. life. And so we have these preconceived notions mm. of what the other F word is all about. And I'm trying to tell you, look, it's a glorious F word. Embrace it and you'll be surprised by the results you see.
0: Oh, thank you. I love that. Um, yeah, you know, and your expectations that you said, like that day two, um, knowing certain things ahead of time are going to happen, you know, and then just tell, you know, you have hunger, come along for the ride. You know, it's not going to stop you to I'm yep. gonna keep going. So uh, that's, that's right. great. So you're for some questions, huh? These are great.
2: Yeah, let's go. Bring it.
0: We got some really good questions up here, so and we ask people that, especially um, our drivers that are on the road that have tried fasting, um, who incorporate it into their life too, to come on and share share what they yes. do. So I'm looking yes. forward to some of those. But we are going to pop Perfect. over here, right to Florida, right in my home state here. Um, Jr., welcome to the show.
1: Hey Kim. how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while.
0: I know. Thanks for calling in.
1: Yeah, I just had a, uh, I, I was, uh, was going to ask uh, Jimmy about, you know, I know, I, I mean, I've been following him for a while, and I noticed, uh, and I knew that he had a high particle count, as that's what happened to me, and I was wondering if the fasting had any effect on that, or did he test that?
2: Oh, did you're going to love, love my answer. You're going to love my okay. answer, JR, so tune in. So I actually had that tested in that September fast last year. And uh, beforehand, before I started the fasting, the 17 and a half days, it was somewhere around 2,800. I don't have the exact numbers right in front of me, but it's in the book. Um, So 2,800. And after 17 and a half uh, days of fasting, it actually dropped over a thousand points. So it's extremely powerful for lowering LDLP. And so people that may not know what he's talking about, particle count is in your cholesterol panel, there's this LDL. And so you can actually look for the size and particle number of those uh, LDL particles with an advanced cholesterol panel called NMR lipoprofile. So you have that run and it shows you how many particles you have. And so sometimes people that eat ketogenics can be what's called a hyper responder. You have higher levels of that. Fasting helps clear some of that out, so definitely, JR, it does lower, and predictably, it also lowers the small, dense LDL particles as well. Those went down during that fast as well.
1: Oh, okay. Um, my my small, dents were, were uh, you know, right in the three to four range, so that's, I mean, my doctor was freaking out about it, of course, wanting me to yeah. get back on the Lipitorv, and I and I— as long as that number was fine I, I really didn't understand the LDL medium and then the HDL large numbers he doesn't either and yeah so they don't I, I, <laughs> yeah so um, I'm still trying to find a doctor over here on the East Coast that understands it but uh, but that's that's good news the, the other thing was on the fasting um, I was listening to your other podcast with dr. Nally. And about the uh, the breathalyzer uh, for yes. the uh, alcohol test. So is, is is that just a response from being deep into uh, you know the key, ketones or yes. Will a light light ketones uh, respond? Oh to no that
2: also? no no no. You have to be in. And what he's talking about, Kim, is I've got one mm-hmm. of these little breath yeah. alcohol analyzer things, uh, and so it actually will test. For, for being drunk, basically. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I don't drink alcohol. And so when I started getting these higher levels of ketones, I thought it would be fun to get one of these bad boys and start blowing into it. And Jr, I actually have tried blowing into it with 2.0 blood ketones. It doesn't change at all. It's still zero. But now that I'm like upwards of four and five on the blood ketone meter, it's going 0.05, 0.06 is the highest I've seen. 0.08 is legally drunk, so, <laughs> so right. I I think it's pretty funny. Uh, what it shows you is the level of acetone, and so the acetone is being interpreted as alcohol uh, by that meter, but it it really doesn't mean a whole lot. It's just a nice little party gag. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. That, yeah, we've had drivers bring up that question drivers. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because mm. we're we're, uh, we're under those rules, so.
2: But you know what? It would not show up in a blood test. So if they're testing, you know, blood alcohol, it would it wouldn't measure any measure anything there. This is just breath. It just shows gotcha. you that something else that you should be aware of. That it would change that if you're eating a ketogenic or you're fasting or doing anything like that.
1: Gotcha. Well, and okay, one more quick question. As my as my total cholesterol drops, which I I know means um, is basically worth a worthless number. As that number drops, my total particle goes up. Is that just a, the particle, a slower responder than the total?
2: It's rare that you see your total cholesterol go down and your LDL-P, uh, which is that total uh, LDL particle number, go up. I, I've never heard of that actually before. Uh, was it substantial?
1: Uh, yeah, it was about a 1,000 points. So it went
2: down how many in your total cholesterol? How, how much did your total cholesterol drop that it went up 1,000? It
1: was, uh, was 450 to 350, and the
2: particles ah. 25, 25 to
1: 35.
2: Yeah, keep in mind, you, you've got extraordinarily high uh, total cholesterol, so maybe some of those particles didn't manifest themselves. Um, you know, and, and depending on what part of your total cholesterol came down, was it mostly the LDL? or do you know
1: No, it was um well the, the LDL was a was a calculation, but I know my my uh the triglycerides um, were, went came up down. over 100 at that time. Well, yeah, they, oh, they, did? Okay. they did come Yeah, they did come down then the then the particle number came back down when the triglycerides Yeah. The only
2: thing I can again. think of is this is just a transient thing, so I would say keep doing what you're doing with the ketogenic and Maybe implement some fasting, and what you'll find is maybe that transient nature uh, of the uh, of the LDL will clear over time. I wouldn't get too upset about one reading.
1: Okay, okay, sounds good. I appreciate yep. it. Yep.
2: Thank you, Jr. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Hey, junior Jr. You've been working at this. Hey, Jr. You you're so awesome because you've been working at this for almost a year now, right? I know you're you're yeah. Jimmy, he's so great at tracking his numbers and has been really diligent. So awesome. I think it's fine just about a year
1: now. We got another
2: okay. nerd, a proud yeah, nerd. June <laughs> of, uh, June of 15, June,
1: yeah, June of 2015, yeah. yeah. Good okay. for you, man. Have you tried yeah, casting before? Um, just the 12-hour overnight, you know, basically. That's okay. that's as far as I've pushed it. So. Mm-hmm.
2: You can so. do 24.
1: I'm ready to try it. I'm gonna do, do it. it Man. I'm just so afraid awesome. of being being hungry.
2: <laughs> you won't be. Help. You won't be. All right.
1: All right.
0: Okay, Jr. Well, thanks. Right. Hey, let us know. All right. Keep Thank us updated, you. Okay. All
1: right. Okay, Sounds bye, good. JR. Thank you. All right.
0: Bye. Bye. I think that's so awesome. That's okay, cool. we're gonna head off to Texas and talk to Melissa. <clears throat> Hi, Melissa.
4: Hi, Kim. Can you Hi, hear me, Jimmy.
0: Melissa? Um.
4: Hey. Hey. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. We got that. Okay. All right. Uh, um, Jimmy, I'm so excited that you came out with this book. When I heard that you were going to write it, you announced it back at the CMC last year. Yeah. I was so excited. And it came out. I bought it on Amazon, the Kindle edition, as soon as it came out. It needs to come out on Audible because I need to listen it's to it. It's coming. I actually just <laughs> but, um, finished
2: recording the audio book for that, and it's coming in early December. Kim will be the first to know when it's available.
0: Ah, thank you. Spread the love.
4: I've been, yeah, I've been playing around with uh, fasting ever since I listened to Dr. Mercola's book, Effortless Healing, and he talked about intermittent fasting. So that was awesome. And then, um, unfortunately, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer, and so I started to do uh, all kinds of research into alternative treatments. And one of the ones was eating a ketogenic diet and fasting along with, with doing chemotherapy. And I saw wow. all these numbers where uh, patients that fasted up to like two weeks before they did a chemotherapy treatment, the side effects were just like almost non-existent.
3: Yep. So, so yep. my mom
4: did that. And, yep, that was, that was awesome. She had almost no side effects because she fasted like for an entire day before and so that was great. But she's all clear now. She got the all clear from the doctor. The cancer's gone. So that's fantastic and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could have been a lot worse. So I'm, I'm really glad that I was aware of the ketogenic diet and fasting before that happened. So when you announced that your book was coming out, uh, I haven't even finished yet. And I've started playing around with fasting. Currently, I am in the middle of a 72-hour fast. I'm 41 hours in. Uh, nice. And I've had all... Yeah, all I've had is bulletproof coffee. You know, just the butter and the oil in, in the coffee. That's all I've had. And I just actually just drank some bone broth. So I, I think maybe my calorie count is up maybe a little too high. I think I'm up right around yep. 500 for the day. That's, that's a little too high. Yeah, it is. Okay. So I need to keep it under 200 in order to technically, get all the benefits. a
2: fast would be just water only technically, but as we noted, uh, Dr. Fung and I live in the real world and want to help people in the real world. And we did address bulletproof coffee, and it is a very powerful way uh, on a ketogenic diet to maybe implement a little bit of some of the principles of fasting while still being fed. But, but as you noted, five 600 calories in a bulletproof coffee, that ain't exactly fasting. So try to do under 200 calories, which means if you're going to have coffee, drink it black or drink it with just a splash of cream. uh, And that's it as far as uh, calories go. And so you don't want to push the calories too much above 200. I stay well under a hundred just about most days. Uh, In fact, right now with me not really eating anything or drinking anything during my current fast, it's been basically zero every day for this 17 days I've been on it.
4: Yeah, I'm working on that. I'm building my way up to a water-only fast. like I'm doing the bulletproof, um, I'm 41 Perfect. hours in, I'm going to try to go 72. Uh, yes. And I actually I don't normally count calories because I haven't worried about that in a long time. But while you were talking <laughs> to Kim, I checked the calories on the butter and the oil, and if I keep it within the serving size, I can actually be right at um, 170 calories. So I think, oh, it's going to work great.: Perfect. Yeah, so you know, that's all what's I the had. What are benefits you've had? What's the benefits you've had out there? Oh. You're doing
0: this on the road.
4: Yeah. Uh, benefits, I would say, uh, well, um, eating less food, so that's costing me less money, so that's nice. I've, I've noticed uh, increased energy, um, increased focus. Uh, I mean, just it's, it's amazing. Um, I feel like a completely different person. I'm getting up at like 5.30 in the morning, which anybody that knows me knows that that is not me. Uh, you know, I'm going to bed at nine o'clock. I'm like on a circadian rhythm with my sleep. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, uh, yes. how great this has been. And it's, it's culminated, uh, I'm actually also training for an Ironman, uh, at half Ironman <laughs> in April. So oh, I'm wow. trying to work that in with that too. So that's why I was doing the Bulletproof. Cause I wanted to make in sure I had enough time. energy for, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm experimenting with being able to train for this Ironman with the running and the swimming and the biking and everything, and also fast. So.
2: You are hardcore.
0: That's so great. Well, I, <laughs> she's awesome.
4: Thank you. I'm trying.
0: So Melissa, it sounds like. Uh, Real quick, because um, you're doing the same kind of thing with all the training, too, to watch how you're building slowly in, and learning, you know, learning new things and adjusting. And it sounds like you did the same thing with fasting, which is pretty cool.
3: Yeah,
4: I, I mean, I, I'm all about self-experimentation. I got myself a ketone blood meter. I also have the breath meter. Uh, I need to buy some glucose strips so I can check my blood glucose because I need to I need to watch that. We have a blood pressure monitor cuff. So I'm all about self-experimentation. And uh, I want—I don't want to just a
2: woman after my I own heart. I tried to
4: jump. Thanks. I tried to jump right into the fasting, like doing nothing, uh, and that didn't work out well. So I was like, "Well, I won't do that." <laughs> so I—I I, I, I scaled it back. I—I um, I did the bulletproof coffee. I'm, I'm testing my numbers, and, and I'm working my way up to. I want to do after the New Year's. My goal is to do a week-long water fast after January first.
1: Beautiful.
0: good goal thank okay you. well Melissa thanks thanks so much and for and if you don't make it you still and, uh, succeeded yeah. that's right that's right awesome thank you Melissa keep us updated okay okay
3: Great. Right. awesome
0: okay I love that it's so inspiring isn't it to see what um, people are doing and and stretching themselves and And trying it shows it's real. Of our I mean,
2: Melissa is a real person mm-hmm. out there doing this and she's living her life. She's still training for her Ironman in the midst of doing a fasting, you know, p- you know, periods of fasting. This is amazing.
0: Mhm. On the road. <laughs> Incredible. On the road too. Well, head off- on
2: the road again. Yeah. That's a song you can oh, sing. there we
0: go. I set- I set that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I opened that door for you. I Jimmy. just can't
2: wait to get <laughs> on the road again. We're gonna
0: go to California. We're going, going, to to California. We're, going on like, we're going to California with
3: Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Juan. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi Kim. How are you? Good. how are you Juan? I'm doing just fine. Kim uh, man. I when I think I got the killer Jenny man I just find something now. Jimmy just uh, man he's just a good good guy man. He's just giving a lot of stuff. Thank you. Um, I'm Gina's husband. Uh I don't know if you remember her. Oh, she's she's calling to yeah, uh, she talk to you and, and I think last time we talked. Yeah, man, I got man, I, I got a lot to thank you guys. You and Kevin and Jimmy. Man, yeah, my weight mean, my 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 lost weight is been very good. I was used to weigh like two hundred and twenty pounds and I'm right now one sixty five. So wow. I, I've good been feeling you. amazing. I've been feeling very good, very good. Just uh, last the last time that I went to do my, my lab, came a little high on my cholesterol. So uh, the doctors, they are getting really uh, uh, worried about me, and they start kind of uh, uh, prescribing me some medication. Which is last time I talked to my wife talked to Kevin, he says like not taking the medication. But um I was not asking him, uh, uh, Jimmy about ketones. When you in ketosis would you mm-hmm. get tending tending to feel like like uh, weird, like a uh, see, this is the way I feel before when I have my cholesterol before I before I knowing about the ketogenic diet I was feeling like my legs really heavy, and you know, my hair's like I had light, lightly headaches and stuff. So that's what the way I was feeling last time. So that was my body telling me that I was in ketosis.
2: <laughs> well, you can't do it subjectively like that based on symptoms. I mean, sometimes you can. Some people talk about and you know having like a heavy tongue or maybe a metallic kind of taste in their mouth when they first start getting into ketosis but the best way to test is you have to test you you have to use a breath meter or a blood meter in order to determine what your level of ketones are so i use both a breath and a blood meter the breath meter is called ketonix k-e-t-o-n-i-x dot c-o in America, dot com around the world um and then the the blood meter is called a freestyle uh, Optium neo, or it's also called precision extra, so it's the same meter it's just a different uh, way to call it, so testing is really the only way you know for sure where you are. This is where a lot of people get into trouble Kim they assume they are in ketosis and they don't know because they're mm-hmm. not testing, so you just gotta test otherwise you're just flying blind
3: yeah that's that's what I think me and my wife we are on the process right now to trying to get a uh one of the testers, and and we want, yeah. we wanted to do the testing with the ketones because I lose weight, and I uh, I mean uh, I went in the period of four or five months, I lost about 45 pounds, and and yeah, I'm on wow. my like my way to go. My yeah, my 0.2 weighting, for me it was like 155, but I'm kind of letting on on six uh, 160, 165 right now, but I'm still mm-hmm. working on it. The only thing I did is like when I start feeling these symptoms in my body, I kind of cut the 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 um I kind of cut the, the the fat and 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 well, my body definitely feel it. You know, it feels different. It feels a lot yep. of different, and and then well. I just got your book, uh, uh, Keto Clarity, and I'm listening right now. So thank you. Uh, yesterday I took about three hours listening, and and there there the that 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 was my questions and my they were answered right there. So I'm getting Beautiful. back right now on <laughs> on 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 fat, and 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 I'm 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 gonna get my because my weight supposed to be in 155 pounds, but I tell you what. I never been in 160 before. The lowest I was is <laughs> like 185.
1: Wow! But uh,
3: I went, uh-huh. I went for 220 to 165. That was, that was really good for me. And I'm very, That's uh, awesome. thank you guys for that.
2: Good for yeah. you, man. Proud of you. Way
3: yeah. to go, on. Yeah. Oh, Chris,
0: thank
3: you. I'm yeah. proud of you I'm and your wife. Driver. You guys working together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife, she's, she's on a, I, I. I talked to her. It was pretty hard to get her into the the diet, but now she's on the diet and and she's doing pretty good. She said she's feeling better, and I'm I'm glad. That's she great. She's she's got she she's she's more she got more weight, and 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 she's been losing the weight and she's feeling happy. So that's 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 very nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But happy um, wife. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, yeah, like I said, I'm a truck driver, and then there was it was one me. It was like. Uh, uh, get into the doctors, and and they started, you know, like uh, messing around with the with the sleep apnea and stuff. So <laughs> I guess now I don't think they got uh, any reason to get me into the sleep apnea. I don't want to lose my license <laughs> for that reason. Yeah. So yeah, I've been listening to Kevin for a long, long time, and 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 he's the one kind of uh, guide me through this. So so yeah, that man is very very good for us. For our truck driving uh, uh, community here, we he do a lot for us. Yeah, and you guys, he does. You guys he does. Thank you very much.
0: We appreciate you, Juan. Keep
3: us updated on you and Gina, okay? I, I will. I will. I just, um, Keep- I think she's listening right now because she's the one passed me the 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 uh, <laughs> link to get connected Good. into the radio. Because I'm always cool. listening just Wonderful. the show, you know, and the show come over at night. So she told me on the phone, I like, okay. and well, I didn't know this way to listen to the, the, the show. And that. good. good. Oh, good. Yeah. We we'll learn a lot more through Glad this. Glad here. <laughs> good. And, like, we can make <laughs> okay, questions. Okay, then you'll be we a regular be listener. Good. good. Yep. Come we'll uh, we we at any
0: time, you know.
3: All right. right. We'll have I will to wait no, nope, uh, I will. Good. I will, because you know, I, I, yeah. Now that I find this way, I probably you going to hear about me a lot.
0: Good, <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you, Juan. <laughs> you be safe out there. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, Jim, the, I'm going to have to scoot here. No, soon. Oh, okay. And I didn't even, I didn't ask yeah, you that okay. ahead of time. We were just going to keep yeah. you rolling here. I got another the interview. Uh,
2: I'm actually 15 minutes late for another interview. So.
0: Oh my goodness, <laughs> Jimmy. Oh my goodness. It's all I'm good. So it's okay. Well, thank you.
2: No worries.
0: Thank you so, so much. So we'll just uh, we'll uh, be talking to you later. Good luck with the book, and we'll keep p- promoting it here. So thank you so very much, Jimmy.
2: Well, thank you. Appreciate the opportunity, and you guys keep on trucking.
0: Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Jimmy. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay, you guys, I just want to, you know, I'm just so humble that Demi came on with us and shared um, from the book. I really encourage you to go out and grab it. Um, He said at the beginning of December that the audio is is scheduled to be coming out, that he's already done that. So um, in the meantime, if you have any questions on anything, um, and especially I'm talking health-wise here with the show, you know, email us at support at letstruck.com. If you are interested and in, you know, in thinking about embracing some fasting and gonna try it, also email us. Let us know what your plans are, what your questions are. You know, maybe we can even get you know, like a focus group that we can all, you know, start venturing forward together a little bit on this and, and finding our path with it. So I'll tell you, I was um, very skeptical. It's I was, to be honest, I was that one that I do not want to do fasting because I didn't, I don't want to be hungry because it seems like as soon as you know you have, you can't eat, you want to eat. But I'll tell you, read the book. Um, it has me converted as far as how I could fit this in my life in a way that, um, you know, it wasn't going to stop me from sitting down and having dinner with my family. It, you find a way to make it fit in your life. Um, I, I, Dr. Fung had it, had it in there that um, that is the big thing you have to you know you're not going to be the guy that refuses to eat because you're doing this I mean you just fit this so let us know where you're at with it let us know your questions and um, we'll just keep going down this road together so I just really appreciate you guys being here Um this is just another tool that we've been able to learn about to take back control of our health so um, and and get that life you all deserve So until next week, keep learning, keep moving, be committed to you and be a leader out there on the road Um, and at home in this health journey. You are making a difference in so many lives. Be healthy, be fit, do the hard work, master this journey to health, and thank you so much for letting me be with you here today. Have an awesome evening. Bye now.